Sam passes. Shawan. It's Pennsylvania. Good day, everybody. Um, so we always start with an attitude of gratitude. So what are we thankful for, ladies? Oh, this morning. Let's see. Just thank I'll go first. Her. I'll go first. Yes, please do. Um, please I'm do. Just joking. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, no, I'm thankful for the snow that we got. I love snow. I don't know why, but I just love snow. Um, I got the opportunity to have a snowball fight with my nephews and my uh, son. So that was pretty cool. Just family time is always, you know, wonderful whenever you can get it. So try not to take too much for granted. Amen. Mm. I think I'm thankful for being busy. I do have like a ton of things that have to be done. I got deadlines and stuff that's going to actually pay me. So I am really happy for being busy. I had a long break, I guess, roughly a month of um, not being on this darn computer. So it's time to get back in the swing of things. So I'm happy for the growth in um, in income, I would say. Um, I think I'm just happy for the rest. Um, this weekend and last weekend, I don't know. It's probably laziness, but I just haven't been doing shit. Um, <laughs> and it's felt good. So I caught up on a little bit of sleep, caught on, up on some TV. Yeah. But I just want to get out the swing thing. I'm like, ooh, am I like depressed or am I tired? So <laughs> just thankful for us. I think we need. Mm-hmm. mental stability like our minds are so all over the place that whenever yeah. we can get some rest it's like our body telling us that hey you need to slow it down let's regroup you know and start something mm-hmm. differently so I don't I couldn't say you're lazy I think it's just your body telling you what you need right now and that's probably the thing that's needed you know yeah so my husband sent me an interesting Instagram post over the week and in the post I'm taking it the guy was Spanish I don't know he may have been like Dominican or mixed um but he was saying how um Hispanic women or Latina women are raised to be wives and he was saying how black women are not raised to be wives And I feel like it was a very interesting perspective. And I just wanted to know, um, after you guys saw the clip, how you felt about it? Hmm. I was like annoyed, I guess, at the beginning. Um, But it just made me think about so many things. The first one is like, we didn't have that blueprint to be like, you know, like the, the the understanding or the idea wasn't even there to be like, well, one day you're gonna, you know, you need to serve your dad because you're gonna be serving your husband this way. Like, if the dad wasn't in the household, that's a complete breakdown right there, you know. And then it's like, I think about now with me having my own daughter, like I'm definitely not grooming her to be a servant in her future, you know. Um, I guess the facts are what the facts are, but it just made me feel like, damn, like once again, um, we're definitely not even behind the eight ball on this one. We're not even in the ballpark, you know, in terms of planning ahead to be married or to to be somebody's wife. 
I just felt like we were there. The cultures are totally different, and I definitely didn't receive that training at the house. So I rolled my eyes, and then <laughs> um, I asked one of my Hispanic friends, and we actually kind of agreed as far as like our perspective. So basically, we thought it was like stereotypical, and I said, yeah. I feel like it's. I don't think it boils down to race. We said it boils down to environment. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Black women and Hispanic women who are raised by women, single moms, I feel like you're raised more on a survival mode. Because yeah. I know some Hispanic women that aren't like that. Like, they're not Molly made, for lack of better terms. Like, they go out here, they're independent, they do what they need to do. Um and they're, they're just not raised like that. But also at the same time, I feel like if you come from a two-parent household, Black or Hispanic, there's a change in dynamic. So I yeah. don't really, I mean, you see your mom doing certain things that, you know, and you see your dad doing certain things. So I don't think it really boils down to race. I think it boils down to environment. Um, but I mean, I could be wrong but that's kind of how I took it too and I was like this is like stereotypes like there's black women that come from two-parent households and they see their mom you know do certain things they see their dad do certain things and I don't really think it's like you know we don't have these instincts to you know be trained to be married it's just I think for lack of better terms the environment you grow up in yeah, yeah, I would have to agree, but I agree with him as well. And I think it is a race thing. Um, and stereotypes are built for a reason because they are based upon some. Sort of, um, when I look at what he was saying at first, yeah, of course, we get offended because, of course, as black women, we want to be wise, you know, most of us anyway. I ain't saying everybody, but I also want to be from the perspective of wives. You know, we want to be wise. Oh, okay. We want to be married. Um, uh-huh. But I also looked at it as a lot of Asian cultures, not just Hispanic, a lot of white people. They have a structure in place. You know what I'm saying? Like as black women, I don't feel as though my mom raised me to get married. I don't think she didn't. I don't think she did it on purpose. Like, hey, I'm going to raise my daughter to not get married. Like, I don't think that was the goal. But I feel like just based upon like the factor, like you said, as way with the environment as well, I feel like all of that played a part. My mom taught us to make our man's plate when mm-hmm. when it's dinner time. So I make my husband's plate. My sister makes her husband's plate or boyfriend's plate. My other sisters, they do the same. So there were certain parameters that were set in place in us. But I feel like ultimately our parents raising us to be uber independent was not setting us up to be properly trained in a relationship. So for me and my relationship, my sisters, their relationships, except for one of my sisters, financially, I'm directly independent. You know what I'm saying? So like when it comes to my bills, they are my bills. When it comes to his bills, they are his bills. When it comes to household stuff, then we do sometimes get together for those purposes, right? But everything else, I'm set up to be cautious because if something happens to my husband or if he decides to leave 
and leave me alone. I have to be able to survive on my own. You know what I'm saying? And that could be a negative when it comes to those Asian, Hispanic, white households that were raised in the marital setting. You know, like I'm raising you to be married. A lot of times, if that husband dies, these women are not set up for success. You know what I'm saying? In those aspects. So I feel like what he said was correct to me. And I and I don't feel like it was done that way in a malicious type of situation. They were, like you said, as like in survival mode. So my mom was making sure that she put her daughters in the best position possible to make it through regardless. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. She wanted us to be successful, whether in a relationship or without. But those tools didn't prepare us to be properly married. Yeah. I was also... Um... As y'all know, I'm getting my master's in social work and uh, our first week of class was this past week. And one of the videos that I watched, it was about Hispanic women who they were married in their native countries, but they decided to move here. They were the first person in their family to venture out and come to America. And it just discussed how the dynamics changed when the, the woman had to, you know, start from the ground up, get everything kind of set up for her husband and her children to come here. And when the husband came over here, it's like almost like a culture shock to him where <laughs> the woman was the decision maker, the breadwinner, you know, all these things until he could get on his feet. So a lot of the male, the males dealt with, um, they had a hard time because if they're used to being that, the leader of everything, and then they come here to a place where you do have to learn the culture, the ways of doing things and, you know, find work and all of that. It was very hard for the men to adjust to the women stepping up. And, and the women are like, we have no other choice. You know what I'm saying? If I don't step up and do this, then y'all not going to know how, how to, how to operate, you know, being the decision makers and, making sure that, you know, everybody was on a schedule and did things accordingly. It was interesting to see how the, some of the men had a very difficult time accepting the women's new role. So I say, yeah, it's, it, it, it was stereotypical, but it's always interesting to me to see the other side of that, you know, like you could still, even if the woman is not um, fulfilling those traditional roles, it's like, Y'all got to change with the times. So just give my heart some good to see that. I think sometimes with us, we, um, and I don't know why it's just our race. We're always like a what if. Mm -hmm. So kind of like Pasha said, like, what if he decides he wants to leave? And then mm -hmm. it's just me. And then my grandma always told us that. She was like, nah, when you get married, you always have like a little something to yourself. You don't put, you know, everything in. Um, to the relationship because you never know what you may need you know yourself mm. and I'm like I wonder if other races do that because I feel like sometimes ra other races are like this is happily ever after there's no like what if unless yep. there's tragedy and then if yeah. things don't work out well cool I'll just you know I mean if they're a little damsel in distress sometimes it's harder for them to pick back up because I'm not trying to say other races aren't as strong but I think again from our perspective we're used to 
I can kind of do this myself or I know how to do this. Like, there's no time to cry about it. It's time to, like, get shit done. Mm -hmm. But I think a lot of the times we focus on, well, what if this don't work? What is this and this? And then I think sometimes that makes us not be able to live our respective roles. Because even though we have a mate or even though we're potentially getting a mate, we're still playing both roles because in the back of our mind, there's a what if. And I think sometimes that causes sometimes conflict because you know he's not allowed to play his role sometimes no no I don't want to say all the time and then you don't feel like you can be your you know dainty feminine self because it's still grind mode I want you know I want my kids I want my family I want myself I want my husband that's here right now to all be happy um but I don't know I'd, I'd just be curious to know I don't how other races view like marriage like this is it there's no like we ain't playing it for no what if like okay. he I did agree. if there's a what if. I agree with that. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Sean. Oh, I do have two examples. And this is like over time. Um, I have a white friend. And when she was in her first marriage, um, she was basically like the stay-at-home mom. The man worked and everything. She just made sure like the house was in pristine order you know what I'm saying? Everybody was on their schedule. All the appointments and things like that were met. She did. She was very um, instrumental in the husband's business getting off the ground and stuff like that. But there was always this thing like when he got paid, a, a portion of money went into her account because it's almost like I'm holding this shit together. You know what I'm saying? So I deserve X, Y, and Z, you know, when, when the income comes in. Like she was an integral part of the success of the family, you know, even if she was kind of in the background, she held her her position and made sure that he didn't have to worry about food and, you know, the mean, meaningless tasks that, you know, if, if the man is out and giving 100%, this is my reasonable contribution. So he did make sure that her account, you know, had a little something in it every time he got paid. Now I know someone that I'm very close to who is also a stay-at-home mom and it's like understood when the paycheck comes in, it's as if she gets a paycheck herself from her husband, because once again, you don't have to worry about the small things, you know, when you need my help with your, you know, he knows that he can depend on her. So I love when it's set up, like, even if they were to separate today or tomorrow, it's understood that I still have to financially contribute to her life because she is also a college educated person who has chosen to put her life on hold to further the family from, you know, from the male's side of things. Like she does all she can do to make sure that he is his best self day and night, you know? Mm -hmm. So I I think that's rare. I, I was shocked, you know, to see that because the experiences that I've seen and been a part of, it's like, oh, I ain't giving you nothing. You know, mm-hmm. you ain't this, that, mm-hmm. that, you don't get nothing, get your own stuff. But, and I think um, it's so funny, we're having this conversation, you know, even me being a single mother now, it's like, it's almost like you have to beg or they they expect you to live in poverty and, and there's still no relief. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's your problem. Why you can't get it together? Like, I didn't get in this situation by myself, but I'm somehow miraculously expected to just 
once again, be that strong black woman and figure the shit out with no mm-hmm. financial assistance. So it's it's interesting to see that there there are some couples out here who do make it work despite. And what if they separated? The woman would still be okay. And I think that's the conversation, like, and that's the example. Like, we don't get that part of the example. You know what I'm saying? We get mm-hmm. the the mm-hmm. the example that pretty much that you're going through, unfortunately, Shawan. That's yeah. the example we yeah. get. And it could lend into us being raised so strongly that they, I feel like all the, I feel like ultimately the males want to see you suffer. Yes. Like in those situations, they don't want to see you succeed. So it's kind of yeah. like, oh, so you don't want to be with me? All right, then. You don't have to be with I'm me, sure. but you're going to raise those yeah. kids by yourself. You're going to do mm-hmm. that by yourself since you're so strong, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, I feel like when you get into a marriage, a lot of times you don't know your role because you've seen your mom do every role. And then yeah. he doesn't know his place because you didn't give him a place to be in this relationship. Like even the stereotypical provider protector aspect of a male, right? Mm-hmm. As a woman, what part of that don't we play? Mm. You know what I'm saying? We still have to protect our kids. You know what I'm saying? We still have to provide financially. So we're not in like the 60s and 70s where the women really stayed at home. And even when you do stay at home, it's very rare that you'll find a male that's going to give you money to stay Mm -hmm. at home. You know what I'm saying? It's still going to be his money is his money. Your money is your money. So if you want to go to Chick-fil-A, now you got to ask me for $5 to go to Chick-fil-A. And who wants to live in that situation? So personally, it's kind of like, okay, so this is going to be how it's going to be playing out. Because neither one of us know how this should be set up with me being a stay-at-home mom. Then I need to not be a stay-at-home mom. I need to work because I can't, I can't phantom having to ask you for $5 to go to Chick-fil-A. And then also phantom you asking me why I need it. You know, so it's kind of like, I feel like ultimately that's kind of like your grandma said, you got to have some stuff to yourself, you know? So it's kind of hard, like all the way around, we don't, quite understand the dynamics to make it quote unquote successful because we didn't have the example and our parents were doing what they did our moms specifically because that's what we were raised by were raising us to protect us they wanted us to be better than where they were you know which ultimately I mean that's a judgment call you know I don't know if we're better or worse but I feel like financially, we're more independent as women, which is great. But then that independence kind of hinders our relationship aspect of things. But then it's kind of like those men that we talk about were raised in the same environment. So what were we teaching them as moms? What were we teaching them their role is in the situation? And how are we teaching them to treat their wives? So like, I don't know. And it's, it's just tough because I have a daughter and I have sons. And I try to overanalyze what I'm doing, you know, in both aspects, like am I raising my sons to be independent? Am I raising my daughter to be independent? Like, what do I do to make this a better situation for their future? I don't know, you know? Yeah, it's funny you were just talking about, um, you know, us being the protector and the provider and stuff like that. I don't know if you or somebody sent me a video where <laughs> it was this couple in a hallway and a dog came and the man actually hid behind the woman. Like, mm-hmm. I just, 
<laughs> I get so annoyed with stuff like that. And it's like, y'all say we supposed to let the man lead, let the man be the man. And he's not really <laughs> doing his part. You know, then it's like, who do you tell? Who cares? You know, but it's so frustrating <laughs> when you have to deal with that on a personal level. Like, I tried to let you lead us, dog, but you wasn't taking us nowhere, you know, or <laughs> you was leading us down the wrong path. Or you really gonna hide behind me, you know, if we really wanna play these gender roles, it's like, I need you to step up, you know, as the man. So um, I, I get so frustrated by these talks because it's like, <laughs> damned if I do, damned if I don't. And here I go, <laughs> single. I like that picture you sent with that lady with shovel in the snow and her man was like, Proud of her. I'm a good yes. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> but but let me what? let me just say this. <laughs> oh my God. Jesse was out there snowing shoveling the snow yesterday. Just don't say you. Like <laughs> Yes, ma'am. Say, don't say you. <laughs> it was me. I was shoveling the snow yesterday. So yeah. Oh I mean, I don't know. No. I mean, I did it because I wanted to. Ultimately, I didn't ask anybody to do it. But that yeah. lends to that independent mentality. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to wait for you to shovel the snow. I'm mm-hmm. very much capable of shoveling the snow. So mm-hmm. I'm going to shovel the snow. I'm not going to, I'm not going to. And I think that's a problem with us Black women, too, is just not saying it's a problem. Let me correct that. I think that's part of us as well. Like, I'm not going to wait for you to do shit for me. Like, yeah. that's just not going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm more willing and capable of doing it for myself. So sure. I'm going to do it for myself. So we don't allow him to have a place. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and then I feel like if I ask you to do it, then you want to wait two hours to do it. Then it's just kind of like, why didn't I just freaking do it? But I can tell y'all my body is reflecting the fact that I did some shoveling of snow yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> If you wait on jumping, your ass gonna fall. Your ass will not make it. I will not. Uh, just like certain stuff, I hate taking the trash out. I hate pumping gas and shoveling snow. Is like, oh hell no! <laughs> you know what? That is so interesting because I never thought about pumping gas as a uh, a thing a guy should do. Right? And when I never it thought falls, about it. Look, what child? Mm-mm, mm-mm. But it'd be too cold. My, if my husband is there, he will pump the gas. If my son is there, I mean, he will not let me touch that pump, even if I tried. Like, he will literally get out the car and just go pump the gas. Now, they won't pay for it, but they'll at least stand out there <laughs> 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 while I sit in the warm car and hand them my card to pay for it. Like, <laughs> I guess we're getting uh-huh. somewhere. We're making something get away. <laughs> I can't yeah. complain. But yeah, I never thought about that. And even, like, I guess, like I said, we grew up in households where our, our moms did it, you know? So like mm-hmm. cutting the grass, I'm out there in the summer cutting the grass. If it's needed, mm-hmm. I will take out the trash, you know, like, and I think we overextend ourselves because we don't know where where should this stop or we may know where it should stop. But if you don't wash these dishes in the next 20 minutes, I'm pissed. So I'm just going to do them myself or, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, if you don't take yeah. this trash out, right now then I might as well do it myself because I ain't got time to sit and wait on you to do anything you know so I don't know I just think it's just a freaking clusterfuck (laughs) so So I had a conversation with a guy like that and he said that's why he finds it very difficult to date um women who were raised by single moms or who are single moms themselves 
he was like, y'all are so used to doing everything that like when someone comes into, like a man comes into the picture and they want to do something for you, you're like spooked by it, you question it or you don't welcome it. Mm. And he was like, you're just so independent that it's like, yo, I don't have no reason really to be here. Like, if you can do everything, then kind of like, what am I here for? And just like you said, we get impatient and we're just like, you know, fuck it. I told you to do this like hours ago or I told you to do this yesterday. You still haven't got to it. When in their slow ass mind, they're going to get to it. It's just, you know, on their time, like I heard you this, this and this. But I thought that was interesting because he was like, y'all, you just don't know how to receive the, um, I guess, the help or Mm -hmm. the energy that we're trying to give you because you're so used to seeing it being done yourself or doing it yourself that like you don't allow, it's kind of like somewhat of a wall that you don't allow um, to come down when someone's willing to step up and, you know, be a part of that. So I was like, okay, so you want my number or not? Uh, exactly <laughs> and I think that's it I mean like I don't I, I don't think we know how to receive it because we haven't seen it like if if we and and I hate to like keep going past wise like we do have to move forward you know we have to learn from you know the situation that was put forth for us because we didn't choose the situation but I feel like it's hard to first and foremost unlearn something that has been ingrained in your genetics. Like, I feel like it has been ingrained in my genetics. My great-grandmother didn't have her dad in her life. My grandmother didn't. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a historic cyclical thing. So if I've seen this for generation after generation, it is very difficult for me to see that the pattern is going to be different for me. You know, and it's, I'm raising a daughter. Her dad is here. It is very hard for me not to allow her to fall or follow the same pattern that I was raised under. But I also don't want her to be stuck in a position where, you know, he does leave her and now she's stuck like Chuck. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm just trying to do the best I can with what I have and not necessarily follow the same generational pattern. But I don't know. Like, I just don't. I don't understand. That's all good. Look, this whole thing is trial and error, and um, we're going to get it right one day. And I just feel, yeah, I there's no way, um, even with me having three sons and a daughter, just if I tell them to do something and it doesn't get done in a timely manner, I'm definitely pissed. Um, y'all going to hear my mouth. But you also see me walking around to the trash can, you know, putting the stuff in the trash myself, mm-hmm. washing dishes, but having a, a whole attitude while I'm doing it, you know, yep. and I just, I don't know. Um, my brother's like, you need to make them, da, 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 da. making them in my uh, limited vocabulary is knocking the shit out of somebody, you know, and I'm like, you're trying to, you know, focus on this growth. So I'm not doing that anymore. So it's very very difficult you know like I'm not putting my hands on you I'm not even raising my voice so I'm really internally dealing with some things you know trying to change and it's like you still ain't take the trash out though you know mm-hmm. I mean agree dishwasher mm-hmm. still haven't even done that so mm-hmm. it's it's like how, how do we win <laughs> that's the question if anybody can yeah. answer that I'm, I'm open 
I definitely would like to hear how this discussion does play out. You know, like I would like to hear more insight, like and more perspective, um, mm -hmm. even from, you know, people who are black. Because we know a female, we have a couple of females in our group um, that grew up. Me and Shawan are the only ones that were single parents, female wise. Mm -hmm. Our two other friends had both of their parents in their lives. Yeah. And I never thought to ask them, you know, these types of questions. But I can honestly say one of my friends, she is very independent. And like, I'm, I'm not sure how that plays out in her relationship. But mm -hmm. because we're having this conversation, I'm interested to know. Yeah, we need to dive into that because we don't really get their perspectives on a lot of these topics that they could chime in on. So we should branch out and do that for this new year. And as well, like, do you have any fr friends that are like in relationships that came from two parent households? Um, I do. I can think of one. So, um, in her situation, her mom and dad they separated, but her mom remarried, so she still has her dad and her stepdad. Um, basically growing up, it was her stepdad that like raised her that was like in the area. Um, she, she's independent, but I wouldn't say she's like our independent. There's still what I call like a damsel in distress when it comes to her. Mm -hmm. Um, so now she's married and she's never been kind of like in relationships or situations it's not like she's been in like a lot of relationships but the ones that you know she considered relationships or people she was talking to she's very passive like it's not like she is not argumentative she's not the type that's like gonna speak up and say you know I don't necessarily agree with it like give pushback I guess I should say mm. she's not a push over but she's also not going to you know have a whole argument about it she's the type of girl that would be like all right whatever do it your way and then if it doesn't work out correctly the way he's saying it, then they'll have a conversation about it. Um, her current situation with the person she's married to, um, I think that's going to last forever because that is the dynamic. He's very vocal. Um, you know, he kind of has his ideas and, you know, how things should be ran and run the show. Very opinionated, I guess I should say is the word for it. And I think that works for her because sometimes she's not the quickest to make the decision. Um, I didn't see that from her mom and her stepdad, though. I felt like they were a team, honestly. Now, when it came to housework, respective roles, her um, stepdad was always outside, like, you know, doing yard work and, you know, running errands that needed to be ran. I could see more so her mom at home, like handling, you know, internal business or a company comes over, you know, hey, do you want something, you know, playing those mm -hmm. perspective roles, which is kind of how um, she is now. So I don't know. That's the kind of only example I could think that comes off of the top of my head. But then I have another example where my girlfriend had her mom and her dad um, and they played perspective roles. He took care of the whole household, um, bills wise, everything like that. But she's like hella independent now. She's not in a relationship, but she's hella independent like there she's going to do what she wants to do in her time and if you don't agree with that cool she has no problem <laughs> letting you know that Amen. it's crazy 
but that's the thing that's like why everything even though we have stereotypes they exist for a reason but not everybody follows the beat of the same drum because like i mean like i said we have two our other two friends they both grew up with both parents and they both turned out kind of different you know when it comes to the perspective of relationships so i don't know i just think it's an interesting dynamic and it's good to hear all of it you know what i'm saying like i love hearing what you're saying about your friends as far as the ones you know that grew up in the two-parent household that saw examples of two-parent households not saying great or good or bad or whatever but they had that example that was set for them and how they turned out regardless you know what i'm saying it's just different like and our friends are like similar to us so it's just kind of weird to me I would like to hear this conversation the opposite, like guys, because I yes. feel like a lot is put on women, but like how y'all acting when you had your mama and daddy or how you acting when you had your mama? Um, you because what, what I find funny. Oh, go go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. What you find funny? No, because I was going to say sometimes what I find funny is like guys who are um, that were raised by single moms. I feel like sometimes they, when they get in relationships, they're looking for a mom again. Mm-hmm. I feel like with single moms, we're like raising our, at least I'm trying to like raise my son to be like independent, to be like, you know, I'm a man. I do certain things for women and this, this, and this. Yes. You know, I still take care of him and make sure his needs are met. But I also want to make sure you know how to do this yourself because I don't want you being that guy raised by a single mom that's looking for another fucking mom. And that is the most annoying thing. It's like you saw your mom struggle. You saw your mom make ends meet. Why are you putting that burden on another woman now to like, you know, satisfy your needs? And it's now all, you know, guys raised by single moms for y'all like bash us to death. But just kind of from my experience, it's like, yo, like, I'm not your mom. Like, kudos yeah. to her. Shout out. Or, yeah, like, girl, that, that, that's a whole nother topic. I can tell yeah. you. When I tell yeah. you it's a whole nother topic, it's a whole nother topic. Case in point, I have family members <clears throat> that literally, like, my brothers, they literally told us that one of them, at least, said they wish my mom was still here to motivate them. No, sir. That's internal. Like, mm-hmm. no, she's mm-hmm. not here to do that. But also, y'all remember that other video we talked about um, where the guy was saying, well, I could find somebody and I could pay somebody to cook for me. I could pay somebody mm-hmm. to clean my house. And I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure he was he grew up without his dad. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, I feel like everything is, like, the extreme. Like, you have the guys that grew up with their moms that are uber- like independent you know what I'm saying that feel like they don't need a woman for this and this and this but then you have the ones that are the opposite like you said that feel like they still need a mom but then it's just I don't know I just feel like I agree like I would love to hear the perspective of a male that grew up in a single parent household ruled by their moms to see like where their mentality is when it comes to this type of a topic because I feel like a lot of times the guys that are voicing this type of situation are those people like they are those people that grew up with just their mom you know what I'm saying my sons are at the point now that my oldest is 21 and um 
the oldest and the youngest are like, I don't know, there's a 50-50 chance that I'm even going to start a family. You know, and my the middle son is like, he's he said me and his dad have been beefing ever since he's been born. So he's like, I don't know if I want to go through any of the stuff that I saw y'all go through as a, in a relationship, you know, and I'm like, I've scarred my children, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I stayed in it too long, but they're just, they're very apprehensive about relationships and, and families based on what we have been through as a family and in this marriage. So it's, yeah, I would love to hear from a, I don't know, a male that kind of knows what the hell is going on. Like that would be very, very <laughs> But you know what's funny, Shawan? My daughter has said the same thing. He said, I don't know if I want to get married. Yeah. yeah. I so I don't know. Yeah, and I'm not I'm not here. Yeah. I'm not I'm not here to tell her anything different. Like I want her to be happy, but I can understand like the dynamics that she's seen could cause her mm-hmm. to feel that way. And it's not just yeah. what I say they see firsthand. They also have the internet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They look at things on TV, they hear things on the radio, they see Instagram, yeah. TikTok. And they hear all of the complaints and concerns. So yeah. it's not just us, you know, it's all the way around. And these discussions need to be had, like, and understandings need to be met, you know, for mm-hmm. the sake of our futures as families, you know, in general. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. And it's like, yeah, I definitely wouldn't persuade them one way or the other. And it's like them, you know, being our children, they have had their own experiences. So it's definitely up to them. And all we can do is support one way or the other. Yep. This was good, y'all. Very good. No. I I don't have no food for thought just for (laughs) y'all. Like, I can't even, I can't help myself. So, right now, I don't know about helping nobody else. Like, I'm learning and growing as I go along, is all I can say. It's just, I'm work in progress, trying to figure it out. I have some family members and I guess when they're trying to be funny, they always say, use your wisdom. So it's like, you got to use your yep. own discernment yep. on this one. Okay. Like do what's best for you, but don't be nobody's fool out here. Okay. <laughs> um, let's see. Who for thought? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. Fly a couple girls out somewhere, you know, girls make your man a couple meals and shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, you like it. yeah, if that's what you yeah, do, you know, see what works for y'all, you know. <laughs> I guess I would say relationships are personal. It's you yeah. and that person. You know what I'm saying? Only you two can break each other each other up. Um, as far as the relationship, and only you can keep it together. So I do feel as though you got to do what works for you all, respectively. You know, I guess you can say. Mm. And if you like it, I love it. Like it's just certain stuff. I'm like, oh hell no! Like not today, not tomorrow, but to each its own. Definitely true that. I think we should pick this back up and talk to our friends and see what they think and have this discussion again. Like just I would love that. With um, yeah, let's do a part two um, yeah. with guys. Like let's go interview some guys or. um followers we might be using a new platform if we can figure it out and then maybe we can invite um you know some guys to talk about their upbringing and how they you know are great men now or ancient men now either way Mm. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yes, I think we should. I think that would be wonderful. So, on that note, that's that on that, right? Where can they find us, Miss um, you guys can continue the conversation, slide in our DMs with um, information and topics. We're under Vibrant Vernacular. You can listen to us on Spotify and Anchor. Anchor these. Nice. <laughs> All right. Enjoy your week. Y'all go be great. Bye. Bye. <laughs>